You're listening to Perfectly Scarred. This is the place where we are sharing our scars through various stories and testimonies. The mission of Perfectly Scarred is to encourage you to know that your scars matter and it is important to share with others so that they too can walk in freedom. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Perfectly Scarred. I'm your host, Kayla Nelson. And today I have with me Jennifer Pathman. Ms. Jennifer, can you just introduce yourself for me? Hi, Sister Kayla. Thank you so much for having me on. I am very honored to be here today. And um, yeah, my name's Jennifer Pathman and I'm in SoCal and just excited to see what God does with this podcast episode. Yeah, so I invited Miss Jennifer on the podcast because she has started a platform um, from Wheat to Warrior, and I just absolutely love her spirit just through um, this platform that she has and, and her testimony. I've watched it. I've watched her, and I just kind of wanted to pick her brain a little bit and just see what God um, is going to do in this episode talking about from Wheat to Warrior. So. Um, but before we go into that, Miss Jennifer, can you just share a little bit of your background with me? Absolutely. So I am from Fresno, California. Originally, I was born and raised um, Cali girl all my life. <laughs> so um, I'm in, like I said, I'm in SoCal now, um, about six hours away from where I grew up. And uh, I was all my all my family's still there. Okay. Yeah. Part of my heart's up in Fresno. (laughs) I've never been to California, but that is my, that's one of my places I need to go just for a vacation. I can't stay. Can't stay. (laughs) It's a beautiful state, but yeah, a lot of people say they can't handle it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. So have you been uh, in church your whole life or at what age? I have. Did y'all? Yeah, actually, um, so my parents were in the Spanish Apostolic Assembly um, from the time that I was born until I was five years old. And when I turned five um, and I was going to have to start school, you know, they started looking around trying to figure out what school they're going to put me into. And um, they found Truth Tabernacle, which um, I'm not sure if you're familiar, familiar with Elder Von Morton. But um, it was his church up in Fresno, and uh, a lot of people consider him like um, a pillar in yeah. the, you know, apostolic Pentecostal movement. And so um, they switched over from the Spanish Apostolic Assembly to his church, and that church had a Christian school that went from kindergarten all the way to the 12th grade. Wow. And they knew that that's where they wanted me to be. And it was honestly the best thing that my parents could have ever done for me because Growing up at Truth Tabernacle and attending Truth Tabernacle Christian School was absolutely life-changing. And it was just, I can't even begin to express, like I would, it would take hours for me to tell all the things that I gleaned from that. Because every Mm. day, imagine Monday through Friday, you start school with church. Yeah. We had chapel for a whole hour before school even started. Wow. This Monday through Friday, we had church and then. Sunday we had church so the only day I wasn't in church was on Saturday so it really just has a big part of why I am who I am today and um, serving the Lord so I'm grateful okay Okay. and you're married right 
Yes, I am. I met my husband when I was 20 years old and we dated um, for about a year and a half and uh, we got married just three months shy of being together for two years. And um, yeah, this August we will be celebrating 14 years of marriage. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We have a little five-year-old boy who is our world. And yeah, God is so good. Yes. Yes, he is. Can you share a little bit about your story and just, because I remember you have a post on there where you talked about anxiety and overcoming Mm -hmm. anxiety. Can you just share a little bit about overcoming in that area? Absolutely. I don't want to take too much time um, sharing the backstory, but at the same time, I kind of have to just for the listeners to understand the gravity of how severe the anxiety was. So, um, so unfortunately, anxiety and fear has been in my life for decades. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was younger, I was in a car accident with my dad when I was 12. And so I was just like terrified. I started dealing with anxiety and health issues since then, since I was 12. And so it just left me very, very anxious and uh, over a lot of things, over everything. And um, as I got older, so saying, saying all of that, as I got older, not only would it affect me when I would start driving, it would affect me. Yeah. When I was alone, it would affect me when I was trying to, you know, going to college or when Mm -hmm. I go to work, it was just like never ending nonstop. Like I was constantly going from like panic attack to panic attack to panic attack, Mm -hmm. like every hour, sometimes on the hour, I felt like I was just dealing with anxiety and it got to point where it affected me spiritually and affected me in my ministries at church. You know, I was involved heavily in the music ministry with praise singing and altar call ministry and with the choir. And it just got to a point to where I could, I couldn't function, you know, and it just, it was such a heavy burden. And sometimes I just couldn't sit through a a service and everything. And I finally, I just got so tired of it. And I was like, God, I really need you to help me because I cannot, you know, this is not life more abundantly. Like you promised, you know, and I, I really need you to help me. And Over the last four years, God has just taken me on this amazing journey that I thought really honest, in all honesty, I thought it was going to be the death of me. And now I'm coming out of it like, oh my goodness, I, I see now God's handprint in all of it. And he has helped me to overcome by his word Yeah, and the tools, the weapons that he gives us in worship yeah think like how back in in the bible days when they asked the lord which tribe to send up first and he said send up judah Mm -hmm. and judah means praise right and i felt like god really just started telling me like instead of sitting there and focusing on the problem right you know offer up some praise praise Praise, praise me in advance, praise me for the victory that, that you want to see happen, that you see coming, you know, pray. And, and, you know, I think a lot of times as, as human beings, you know, we want to see the victory first. 
Right. We want to feel the, the feel good first before yeah. offering up the sacrifice. And a lot of times that's not how, that's not how it is. Right. Yep. So, so did any, so through that, did anybody know um, that you were dealing with this as intense as it was? Like, what was the response from your parents or if you were married? Like, what was that? What was that like? Yeah. So um, it did start about two years before I got married, but it greatly, greatly intensified when I got married because I moved away. I moved away from home. You know, I left everything mm -hmm. I'd ever known. Um, you know, all my family, I had left everybody mm -hmm. up there and, um, yeah, everybody that was close to me knew, like my parents knew and they supported me as best as they could. You know, we talked on the phone daily. They prayed with me. They prayed for me. Um, close friends were praying for me. My yeah. husband, my husband has been just a rock in my life. My entire marriage, like he knew the issues that I had before we got married and he, he has just really just stuck by me he's prayed for me he's he has definitely uh walked this road with me and yeah. just really been a you know a prayer a prayer partner prayer warrior for me um my pastor and pastor's wife um have definitely been involved the entire time you know praying praying for me and with me fighting for me um yeah. just pouring you know pouring everything they could into me breathing life into me and there have been several key people in my church. I think pretty much everybody knew because they could kind of tell there would be times where I'd be up on the platform and all of a sudden my demeanor would just change, you know, and I think everyone could tell like I, a panic attack just hit and sometimes it would happen mid-service, mid-song mm -hmm. and I would be leading. I would be, I would have a mic in my hand or I'd be leading the choir or, you know, something and all of a sudden it was like, I mean, everything, dizziness, room spinning, heart pounding, just like run. I don't know if you've ever had an anxiety attack, but it's horrible. And imagine it hitting while you're on the platform and there's you know. souls and, you know, everything's at stake and you're the one up there. And it is just like in your own life, in your own mind, it's a circus. Because, <clears throat> yeah. you know, and so, yeah, I had so many people, um, definitely you know on my on my side and just praying with me and yeah we we got through it with with the help of the lord yeah yeah how how important is it for um as someone who is seeking a relationship to consider these things that like what you have dealt with in making a decision for being a spouse and I know that I'm just I'm just asking I'm just oh it's like, totally fine it's absolutely everything because you have to think it's extremely you know it's extremely important to to make sure that this person loves the Lord more than they love you mm -hmm. and more than really anything because life throws curveballs life can throw a lot of curveballs and you have to make sure that you and this person together with God as a threefold cord can navigate all that's going to come in life you know like I said my husband knew that I had some health issues before we got married but never in our wildest dreams did we realize that it would ever get as bad as it had got Right. And I've apologized to him so much and said, you know, I'm so sorry for everything, you know, that I put you through, but you know, he's just a champ. He's yes. really just, when it's the right person, yeah. 
you know, I feel like, you know, he and I knew our pastors knew our pastors even told mm -hmm. us, they confirmed it, both pastors, his pastor, which is now the same pastor we have now. And then my pastor, everybody knew, everybody felt it in the spirit. And so we just, we just went with it and it, it mm -hmm. really has been God's will. Yeah, that's good. I, I like that because, um, you know, one of the things that I, I see and I recognize and it is, it's a big issue is that we don't think about someone who deals with anxiety. We don't think about someone who, we don't think about those things later on. Like what, how does, how will this person respond if I, if sickness and in health, you know, because exactly. that, those are the vows. Exactly. And, and so we don't think about that. Like if this person does get sick, like how are we, how will you respond? How will you react? And absolutely. Yes. It is, it is a big deal. But, um, so starting the, the platform of from week to warrior, where, where were you when you started this platform? Where were you at mentally? So mentally, to be real, I was not in a good headspace and I didn't want, I really didn't want to start the platform. Yeah. I told, I didn't, I told my husband that, you know, I, I don't want to do this, but for some weird reason, I just keep feeling like this is just what God wants me to do. He wants me to get out there. He wants me to share my testimony, even though, like I was telling you, you know, a little while ago that I just wanted, I just wanted to run and hide. And I right. just wanted to try to, I just wanted to try to deal with it privately. Yeah. But I felt like God just kept telling me like, no, there's, you know, there's others out there that are going to benefit from this some, in some way. And so um, I really you know, I, I definitely will not pretend to say that I ha have it all together, that I had it all together. Cause I, I really did not. And I just kind of been learning as I go, mm -hmm. um, kind of as we all do, you know, yeah. but I, when I started that and I came up with that phrase, it came from a couple different things. Um, it came from, um, three passages of scripture, um, from a book I had read and I can expand more on that if you'd like, but yeah, it's just, I just wanted to go. I felt like I had been weak mm -hmm. my whole life. Weak meaning just felt um, dependent and um, just anxious, just, you know, sickly. I had a lot of health issues since I was 12 and I just was tired of feeling weak and I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be that forever. Right. And so I was like, God, I just really want, I want and need you to take me from being weak to being a warrior for you to being my best self to being everything that you want me to be everything that you have for me and yeah. that's just you know when it was that's when it was born and um yeah I can like I said I can expand a little more on the scriptures and yeah. the story if you'd like go ahead you can do say go ahead the floor is yours ma'am <laughs> so um I am not sure if you or any of the listeners are familiar with the book Heinz Feet on High Places. Have you read that book? Yes. <laughs> so as a teenager, when I was about 17 or 18 and going through a lot of health issues, one of the pillars in the church up where I was from, she bought me the book and told me I needed to read it. And it totally changed me mm -hmm. because the main character, as you know, is much afraid. 
Yes. And the Lord takes her through this crazy journey to the high places. And he gives her two, he gives her two companions, sorrow yeah. and suffering. And she, she can't, and the whole time she's just like trying to figure out why the good shepherd, why the good Lord would give her sorrow and suffering of all things as yeah. companions. And I, I found myself, like, I would be reading that book and tears would just be pouring down my face. Like I, w- I felt like I was reading a book about myself Yeah. because I related, I was like, I'm much afraid and I don't want to be much afraid. And why am I dealing with sorrow and suffering? But then when I got to the end of the book and I saw how God transformed her and she, she got to the high places, first of all, she got to the high places Yes. and then she was no longer crippled. She was no longer walking on those, you know, lame feet. And then she saw that all along her companions, sorrow and suffering were really not, you know, they were in, it was in disguise. God had given her beauty for ashes and he changed her name from much afraid to grace and glory. Yeah. And that just, it just, it stuck with me. It's never left me. And that's really was what this came from is that I'm, I've been much afraid and I didn't want to be much afraid my whole life. I wanted to get to the high, the high places in, in God and just be triumphant over all of this. And um, one of the main passages in, in there, um, it talks about, I'm just, let me look for the verse real quick. It says, this is Psalm 18, 33. He maketh my feet like hinds feet and setteth me upon my high places. And then verse 34 says, he, te- he teacheth my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. And I read that and I would just read it over and over yeah. and over. He teaches my hands to war so that a bow of steel is broken by mine arms. And I really just started to meditate on that and wonder like, what really does that mean? And then God began to show me. You know, he teacheth my hands to war and that's anything from prayer to, you know, being folded in a prayer to clapping to, you know, a wave offering, waving your arms in church and, and, you know, singing for him. And, you know, that's where our strength spiritually comes and just God has just taken everything that I went through and really just helped me you know, yeah. to overcome. Um, Joel 3.10 talks about let the weak say I am strong. Mm. And these are all things that I just pulled from, you know, to help me to go from being weak. And, you know, I'm def- I definitely not, a- a- I've definitely not arrived, but <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I think that one of the things that you, you, that I, what you said is like praying like God, I, I want to be a warrior. I want to be. And a lot of times when we ask for that, that is God saying, okay, well, you're going to have sorrow. You're going to have suffering. And and we don't even know what we're asking for mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. But we, we want to be overcomers, but we have to go through the sorrow and the suffering, or we have to even acknowledge the sorrow and the suffering. And so many times we run away um, from the suffering. You're exactly we run right. away from that. Can you, 
can you speak on that and how it it it, it affects us it affects us in a negative way when we run away from it absolutely you know um it's so crazy that you mentioned that because that's actually what I was thinking of next you know is that we pray for things not realizing what it's going to take to get us there but God just really you know he has a way of of working it all out right and um I feel like as Christians, a lot of times we feel like life, like, oh, I'm serving God. So life should be, you know, rainbows and sunshine and daisies and, you know, a walk through the tulips, but not realizing like his word says it rains on the just and the unjust and it rains on the just and we don't understand it, but it's so important to grasp that we are in a, a spiritual fight. We are daily in warfare. Yeah. And the apostle Paul said, I have fought a good fight. Yeah. And so I got to a point where I just realized like, it's up to me to fight or to lay down and let this overcome me. Right. It's up to me to pick up the, you know, the sword and shield or succumb to this. And right. You know, I just knew too much and knew God was just too big to just, you know, to just sit down and, and let this pass, you know, pass over me and, and, and take control. You know, I knew that God had, I mean, his word talks about, you know, you shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost has come upon you. Yes. And that power is what I just really was like, God, I want to tap into this Holy Ghost power, all the power that yes. is in your name and in your blood. And, and that's really what I feel like as believers is, you know, we need to realize that God is with us and life is tough and it can be extremely rough, but you know what? His word also says like, rejoice not against me. Oh, mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. You know, if the devil throws you a blow and you fall down flat on your face, get back up, dust yourself off and take up your sword again. You might be bleeding. You might be on the battlefield, you know, wounded and bleeding and you take your sword and you swing it in mm-hmm. Jesus name. In Jesus name. That, look, let me tell you, that is, that, that's good. And, and it's so, it is so true because we, I think I was, I don't know if I was, if I was talking on a podcast or if I was just talking about something else, but we give up so easily. And it's like, I, we just, God just wants us to keep getting back up. He does. He does. Absolutely. And, and when you talk about being a warrior, I love I looked up, I was looking up this word, I was looking up the word today and I was just thinking about the podcast and just writing little notes and and little things while I was at work. And I was just thinking about how uh, when we are, we're in a battle, we're in a war, we're in this warfare and we have to train. So we can't just, God is not just going to throw us out in the the battle. He has to train us, 
You know, he and and life is training. And I think it's so interesting how you were raised in this. You were raised in apostolic and you still have fought about like you're still battling things. Mm -hmm. And like you said, it's not all. It's not all daisies. It's not all roses. It's it's not a fantasy land like this is. (laughs) Yeah. And and how many young people have you encountered that think, oh, well, I shouldn't have to go through this. So many. I've had so many. I've even had some family members that are not believers actually say, well, how could this be happening to you? You're serving God. And it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that serving God meant I had a ticket to ease. (laughs) I am so sorry that you know, (laughs) that you think that just because I'm serving the Lord, like everything is going to be perfect. And right. You know, it's not, I'll say this, this is what I've learned. I feel like life is just, it's going to happen whether you're serving the Lord or you're not, but serving the Lord allows us to be able the strength to get through his grace is sufficient. So when I have the Lord and I have the Holy yes. Ghost and I have the peace that passes all understanding, I can soar on eagle's wings and rise above the storm. Right. And so that's where I turn. You know, I get on my knees. I put on that worship music. I let those tears flow. I get the infilling of the Holy Ghost again because that's my strength. You know, mm-hmm. those that don't have the Lord the trial's still going to be there, but they turn to other things, unfortunately. Right. And I think that's really just the difference is life's going to, life's going to hit either way. So might as well, you know, might as well do it hand in hand with the Lord, because that's when you have peace that passes all understanding, you know, you're still going to, you might still find yourself sitting there. Like, I don't understand. Well, let's have the peace that passes understanding flood into our soul and into the room and then all of a sudden it's like everything like there's a song there was an old Francesca Battistelli song that was like it becomes strangely strangely dim when I keep my eyes fixed on you that whole song was about like when I keep my eyes fixed on you God like everything else becomes strangely dim and it's so true like if you keep your eyes focused on keep your eyes on the prize and the joy that's set before us you know, everything else is just, you know, it kind of just, it's, it's dim in comparison to our crown of life waiting for us in heaven. Yeah. A lot of people do, they turn to, and they, or, and they, they, they backslide. I do not Mm -hmm. like that term, but you know, it, I don't know what else to call it, but they, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they leave and they think that it's easier I'm telling you, I, I, I know that it's, um, I would rather have bad days being under the covenant of God than Amen. having good days without the covenant Amen. of God. Amen. Big amen to that. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here. Every day. I just give me Jesus every day. Yeah. I, you, know, because, you Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. I was just gonna say, like, no matter what comes, just that song, just give me Jesus. 
that just give me Jesus, you know, yes. throughout what throughout every everything, every storm, every trial, every mountain, every valley, just give me Jesus. Yes. So in the in the book um, that you're referring to, talk about the the mountains that um the that you just wanted the another mountain that you have maybe had to face and how God used that to show you another side of himself in that. So not only did I have anxiety, but my health took a toll, even though anxiety, you know, it is your health. Yeah. But, um, my physical body, I really started to have, um, digestive problems, um, everything from weight fluctuations to food, what felt like food allergy reactions to Mm -hmm. rashes all over my body and, um, tremors, just a lot of different things. And so that was a really big, um, it's been a really big battle. Um, blood sugar imbalances, thyroid problems in the last, um, couple years, I have had to start thyroid medication and, you know, I'm one of those like sort of kind of health nuts, if you will. Huh? I didn't want to be on no medicines. I don't want to be on nothing, you know, just like, Lord, I know you can do it. You're the creator. All natural. Come yeah. On, yeah. Come on, Lord, heal it. Heal it. Jesus. Yeah. Heal it. Jesus. You know, and I fought back and I bucked up. Well, I don't want to take it. I don't want to take it. And I don't want to take it. But I was just so drained. And I remember just crying. I remember the day that I will never forget it. I believe it was Jill. It was either June or July 6th. And it was Mm -hmm. 2020. That wretched year. (laughs) And, And I had to take that thyroid pill for the first time. I had to take two. I was so scared, Sister Kayla. And I remember just tears just pouring down my face at God. You're the healer. I'm yeah. serving you. You're the creator. Can you just heal my thyroid? Please, please fix it. Yeah. So I don't have to take this thing. And I really felt this stillness. And just, just, just trust me. Just yeah. Trust me. Trust me. I was like, God, I am trusting you. That's why I'm trusting you to heal my thyroid. <laughs> And I really felt like God was telling me, like, I needed to face that fear because I was so afraid of medication. So, so afraid. And so, yeah, God really helped me to face that fear. Unfortunately, I'm still on the two thyroid medications, but I will tell you this. I take them now without even a batting an eye. <laughs> now I just like, man, oh, it's that time again. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just I just pop in where I used to, used to cause this like earth shattering anxiety attack just to take a, a, you know, the pill because it was a medication and God is really just, just with everything. He's really, um, helped me to see that, that I can face fears. I can face these giants in my life with him. And, um, from having all the food problems, I lost so much weight. I, um, right after I had my son, I was like 140 pounds or so. And I went all the way down at my lowest last year. I was 82 pounds. Wow. So from 2018 to 2000, so over the span of, yeah, 2018, 19, 20, and then 21 from 18, all the way to 21, I went from 140 all the way down to 82. 
and just progressively every year it got worse and worse and worse and all of last year I spent trying to gain weight back and like nothing that I did no matter how much I ate no matter how many tacos I ate no matter how much beans and rice I ate how much pasta I ate I could not keep the weight on and I was just like so sick and I was at my absolute wit's end and I will never forget just being in the bath and weeping over seeing just how skinny I was just you know my bones I will never forget this moment I'm actually kind of getting emotional right now it was so real and so strong the presence of God just came over me and the Lord spoke to me and said can these bones live Mm. 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 and I said Lord you know Lord you know And he said, prophesy to your bones, just like the prophet Ezekiel. I, I kid you not. I will never forget this. I wrote it down in my journal and I did. I was, it was so hard because I was so skinny and I could see all my bones, all my ribs, you know, just everything. And I was just like, God, my flesh is having a really hard time seeing past this right now. And I felt the Lord just keep saying, prophesy to your bones, prophesy to your bones. And so I did. I just started saying, I speak life. I speak health. I speak healing. I speak weight gain in Jesus name. I speak healing over my digestive tract. I speak nutrition back to my bones. I speak, you know, I speak life just, just on and on. And just, I believe it. I speak it every time I, every time I eat, I'm going to start gaining weight in Jesus name and Jesus name and Jesus name. And it took months. And like I said, my family and, and friends, my pastor and pastor's wife, my parents, my husband, so many people joining in and praying and fasting. And by October of last year, I had reached 90 pounds. By Christmas, I had reached 100 pounds. By January of this year, I had reached 110 pounds. No, I'm sorry, by February. And now here, um, May 2nd, I literally just a few days ago hit 120. Wow. So to God be the glory, I am just so beaming over the moon about that. Like not everything in my body might be perfect yet. You know, I still have bigger imbalances I'm trying to get under control. And, you know, like I said, I'm still on the thyroid medicine, but God has really helped me that that's been a mountain, you know, this, these issues with health that God has really showed me that that his grace is sufficient, first of all, to get me yeah. through every tough day, but that his word and speaking the word, like we're made in his image yeah. and he spoke this word into existence and his, this world into existence with just his word and his word, his word is so powerful. And he's showing me that with my mouth, I have the power. The Bible talks about that to create life and death with our tongue. And it's just, it's yes. so true. And I, like I said, I've gone through so much, but my goodness, the nuggets, the nuggets that come out of it, you know, yes. just like I, refining I, fire. Yes. I was thinking about that. Uh, I think the other day and you call them nuggets. I call them moments that God has given me to get me through this trial, this red sea or whatever it is that I'm in currently. And just to move me through, it's like little moments I have. And he's to let to let me know he's still with me. He's like Absolutely. he's still with me. And I mean, that is so amazing. So 
Now, let me ask you this, um, because I would love to see 120 and as a as my weight, but I understand <laughs> what what was going on because usually the thyroids it will in, it will cause you to gain weight. Am I wrong? No, you're right, which is what made no medical sense. That's been the whole thing is I had hypothyroidism, which yeah. is supposed to make you have weight gain, but nobody could figure out why. That's I mean, imagine that. That's why there have been a lot of people in my life that felt like this was, a, you know, a, a spiritual attack. Yeah. And I do believe that that's a big portion of it. Although I do, you know, our bodies are, you know, we're breaking down, unfortunately, you know, but I do, I do feel like that there is definitely a spiritual aspect because a lot of it didn't make sense. Yeah. There was, it did not make sense why I had hypothyroidism was on uh, two thyroid medications and still couldn't gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. But God, but God, I mean that right there, God yeah. is really made, he's made all the difference in everything. Amen. Amen. So mentally, this is meant we're in mental health awareness month. Mm -hmm. So when it came to your mental health, like other, what did you have to do anything else that was kind of just practical to keep your mind from going another way from years ago like I had a lot of panic attacks every time I you know I would drive or go to school go to work I had tried um, taking an antidepressant at that point to try to help with um, mm -hmm. anxiety and I didn't react well to it um I didn't feel well it would make my heart race and it would you know it would make everything yeah. worse I felt worse on it I know a lot of people um some people view that as a taboo topic and um some people just shun it altogether. um I tried it it wasn't for me it I I tried I think two or three different ones and none of them worked for me one of them made me feel like a zombie the other one made me just feel dizzy and like my like I said my heart raced and just shaky and it made me yeah. feel worse so I did try that years ago um and then I try, I've tried herbs. Like I had tried, I don't know if you've heard of like St. John's wort, you know, I have tried herbs. Mm -hmm. um, ashwagandha seemed to kind of help. Ashwagandha seemed to kind of help me. Um, I don't, I don't take it anymore. Essential oils has really been a big thing mm -hmm. um, for me. I know like lavender oil. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar, you know, with, it seems like it's kind of picked up more um, popularity lately. <laughs> But yeah. lavender essential oil has helped me a lot to calm um, any like anxiety. Um, frankincense helps me a lot. It's it's a grounding oil, mm -hmm. so it really just kind of grounds your senses when you are when your mind is just spiraling out of control. Um, yeah. I've used, I use, have used that a lot, um, but lately, I mean, all I've really been doing is really when I am in a moment where I feel like it is like a tornado inside happening, you know, I have to find a place not only to pray, but honestly, mostly to just sing. I stop and I'll start singing or I put on a, a, if I can't sing, if it's that bad, you know, to where I'm just like, I'm in a moment and I can't even 
you know, the tears are just flowing. If I ever, you know, having a moment like that, I'll put on a, a worship song and I just let the tears flow. Mm. I think sometimes people tend to see crying as weakness. Yeah. But there are moments when you just have to let the tears flow. Because yeah. if you don't let it out, it's just bottled up inside. Right. And that's not, you know, that's not good to let that just stay there. And right. his words, the, the, you know, the Bible says, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Yeah. And so that's really just what I've done, honestly, is utilizing that. Like, God, you, I know you already see. Mm. And I know you already know. Yeah. But I'm just here just crying it out to you because I'm just having a moment and this this hurts it's painful it's uncomfortable but I'm just I'm just you know here's my worship anyways I don't know if you know that that, that's that Phil Thompson song here's my worship oh I probably have heard it I it ain't off the top right now but yeah there are times where it's just like God this is this is just a sacrifice of worship in the middle yeah. of the valley, in the middle of the heartache. Here I am on this altar again. Receive this sacrifice, you know, and that's really that's really what gets me through yes. his presence. Yeah, I was um, one of the, the scripture that I wanted to just quote because I have been. This scripture has been coming to me all the time, like every week. And so I'm like, okay. So today I was praying over it. And it's out of Isaiah 41 and 10. It's fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And if you go to um, 13, verse 13, it says, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. What does that mean to you? You know, it's so amazing that that's the scripture that you chose because now at this moment on the other side of all of this, there are no truer words that have been spoken. God has shown me that I have been upheld by nothing but his righteous right hand. If it had not been for his mercy and his grace and his strength, I would not be here today. All of my life. That's like that song says, you have been faithful all my life. You've been so, so good. When I walk down all the pages, all the chapters of my life, all the heartache, all the trials, all the sorrow, all the trauma, everything, every page, there he is with his righteous right hand. Right. There he is. You see me, you'll see me falling off the cliff, but nope, there he is. Oh, yeah. He's, he swoops in and he just has picked me back up and placed my feet back on solid ground. And here I am. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I absolutely love it. I just, I was praying over today and I was just like, man. This and so it goes along with what we're talking about. Yes. But I know, I know, I don't, I know you got your time and everything. But I just want you to uh, speak to that 
that young woman or that young man that may be dealing with some anxiety or maybe just be going through a trial and they're, they logged on here and they clicked on and just speak to them and encourage them for us. Absolutely. What I, what I will say is this. When I first got here and I, you know, I'm married into this church that I am now. And I started going through this, um, you know, really bad when I got here, there was a brother in the church that told me something that has stuck with me and it just, just came to my mind right now. And so I'm, I'm going to go with that. And he told me, you know, you've prayed to be used. Right. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I want to be used of God. And he's like, what is that? You know, what does that mean to you used? Think about that. Think about something that's used your favorite rag that you clean with used. What does it look like? Is it your favorite? It's worn out. Maybe the edges are fraying. Maybe it's got some holes in it, some stains in it. But it's your favorite one. And you you pick it up because it works. Because you know you can count on it. Mm-hmm. And he told me, being used of God sometimes doesn't always look like what people think it looks like. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes there's suffering that comes with it. So I say to anybody that's listening, that's dealing with, you know, anxiety, fear, depression, any other, you know, health issue or, or obstacle of, of any kind, you know, sometimes when we're serving God, we can question and think like, man, I'm, I'm doing everything I know to do. And why is this happening? And maybe I doing the wrong thing. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, be pursuing this, you know, say like a a young man pursuing ministry or a young woman, you know, possibly, um, you know, maybe she's uh, dating someone who she knows is going to be a minister and she's going to be a minister's wife. And maybe she's second guessing her own ability, you know, to do that. And to you, I say this very thing, you know, that sometimes being used of God is uncomfortable and it is painful and it sometimes it can come with with a lot of responsibility a lot of heaviness sometimes you know there's anxious moments or seasons but just know that when you're walking every day hand in hand with the lord what better hands could you be in you might be broken you might be tattered you might be tired and wounded but you're in the hands of the master you're in the hands of the potter and what better hands could you be in right. you know just walk with him talk with him every day have your place go you know secret place with him go to go to the garden like that old song says i come to the garden alone and he walks with me and he talks with me oh, yeah. he's so real never yeah. ever never ever question that the, the way our world is turning it seems like they're questioning everything these days and trying to rewrite God's design for everything for man and woman for marriage for this that and the other and and for God even for the exist you know those that question his existence never question his existence never question that he's you know that he's real he's so real and he's right there with you and 
just just never never let go of his hand live for him all the days of your life and you'll never regret it you'll never be sorry amen 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 that's so good so true and i have nothing else to say because you have said it all and god is (laughs) you're so sweet But I thank you. I thank you so much for joining me. Where can the people find you? Where can they? Because I know you you on Instagram. I'll put your information, but just, just let them know. They may want to look you up right now. So. Yeah, no problem. So I am on Instagram under from week to warrior. And that's the words from week, the number two, and then the word warrior. Um, I'm on Facebook under Jen Pathman, J-E-N-N. P-A-T-H-M-A-N-N. And um, I do have a YouTube channel YouTube channel under From Week to Warrior as well. Um, I have neglected it as of lately just because of you know things going on. I'm still doing like online schooling and stuff that I've had going on, but I do have plans to um be more active with it, you know, yeah. keep it, get it going again stuff that the Lord's been dealing with me about actually and putting, you know, little seeds he's been dropped in my heart. So I intend to get it back up and running again. But yeah, that's, that's where I can be found as of now, mostly on Instagram though. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to put your information in the description and I just, I thank you again, Miss Jennifer, for uh, joining me in this conversation. It, it was a blessing. If anything, it's blessing me. So thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Kayla. It was my pleasure. I really appreciate it. And God bless you and, and your ministry that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you.